Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mature Audiences Mayhem. My name is Glenn King. It's my great honor to bring you this podcast where we talk about things that other podcasts either cannot or will not talk about, things that are for mature audiences only. It's a safe space where you can talk about anything you like. Today, a very special podcast. I say that all the time, but this time I mean it because I have with me uh, a unicorn, somebody who is absolutely unique in the world of adult film. She is strikingly beautiful, as in like runway model beautiful. She is six feet tall with big boobs and thickness and... The only thing that is preventing her from being the number one star in the business right now is that not enough people know who she is yet. She is on her way, meteorically rising through the business. And I'll tell you, uh, so we're doing this from the Mean Bitch Mansion. I don't have any notes on her career or whatever to work from like I usually do because she kind of just dropped by. So we're swinging it and we're just going to talk. We're just going to have a conversation, the old friends that we are, and find out about... Hallie Hayes. So with that, I give you everybody Hallie Hayes. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. There you go. All right. So I got to describe to our listeners what you're wearing. Could you stand up for I me, can. please? Okay. It's not very impressive. But <laughs> well, so we're filming this during quarantine time. So nobody, we all have our quarantine outfit that we basically wear around. Two weeks, but she's got on skin tight uh, warm up pants that show off her amazing uh, butt yoga pants. She's got on a, a, a tube top, so her stomach, which is perfectly flat, is visible. And then she's covering it up with a jacket, so just stunning. You know, have to be a little bit conscious of going outside and not having it all out, I guess. <laughs> Well, is so you live in Vegas right now, at least. Yeah. Is it a problem for you because you are like sort of unique and strikingly um, beautiful? Like, do you get do people come up to you and recognize you already? No, no, I haven't had. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, you know, funny story. There was a girl in the um, at the grocery store. And she she basically like introduced herself to me. I think she was hitting on me. I think that's what was happening. And it, anyways, we ended up being friends. And I went over her place, and she made dinner and stuff. And then um, her boyfriend was there, and he recognized me, and mm-hmm. she didn't know who I was. But he's like, she, "Yo, she looks familiar." And I was like, "I don't know." Uh, I guess, I guess, and I, I knew that he kind of knew who I was, but it was, it was funny just seeing it kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, what did she say at that point? She was just laughing the whole time. She was just like, it was kind of an awkward laugh because I, I could tell it was like a little bit weird for her because she totally thought I was just some random kind of girl. But he was like, no, she looks really familiar because like no one looks like her, but she looks like you know, like I've seen her before and he's like, what's your name? And I was like, Hallie. And he's like, oh shit. You're Hallie Hayes. <laughs> so did this end up in a threesome then or what? It did it? No. And it, I don't know why. Cause we, we took E, but I mean, I had never taken it before. It didn't really, honestly, it didn't really do much for me. I thought I was going to have like a trip or whatever, but it just made things feel better. But no, there was no threesome. I took E one time. It didn't it really, just didn't have the effect for me. Yeah, I thought it was gonna do more. I thought it was gonna make me like, I don't know. Like for some reason, I was expecting like an acid esque thing from it, but no. Right. It was kind of just like, oh, this like feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't. It kind of made me feel like I wasn't fitting in my body properly. Really? I remember that. Like, this isn't. This is not good at all. Maybe it was bad. It was. Yeah. Bad-y. Maybe it's a bad E. It was on yeah. my birthday. And, oh like, no. I had a stripper and like the whole oh, thing was no, great. I'm sorry. So you're relatively new in the industry. When did you start? When did I start? I want to say September of last year. Yeah. That is very new. We're in uh, yeah. April now, although the industry and we haven't been shooting right. Either. Yeah. So September through February basically is her Pretty career much. so far. Yeah, it's been great. It's it's been fucking incredible actually. I, I really miss working and stuff it's it's yeah it's been so much fun (laughs) um how did you get sort of into the industry how did you hook up with an agent you know i had always kind of 
wanted to be in the industry or wanted to like model or just kind of something where I could just you know be kind of Halley, I guess um and I was dancing and then I was dancing in San Francisco and I decided to move to Vegas to dance that's why I got here and then I met someone who knew um an Asian in LA and then I was kind of referred and yeah and it took off and I, of course I jumped at the opportunity I was like yeah hell yeah I want to do porn why not I feel like, though, there is this growing culture right now of strippers in Vegas mm. who start their own OnlyFans, mm. start making money as yeah. adult performers, but never get an agent, and they're just kind of doing it on their own. Yeah, maybe I wasn't in, like... I mean, I only danced at, like, Spearmint and then, like, uh, Cheetahs, so maybe I didn't go to, like, enough clubs to kind of see the different girls and what they were doing but for the most part i was like i didn't really find that many of them doing porn oh and scores too i danced at scores which is cool but they were like oh so you do porn like how well does it pay da, 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 da. they were like really interested but none of them really i didn't really find any of them that like did it or only fans or so did you do any of your own content before getting the industry um Kind of, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just kind of like, you, you know, like pictures between dancing and stuff and like uh, striptease and like the back room while the girls are out on the floor and that kind of thing. But it was never like, I guess I never had like professional, professional content. Yeah. Or boy, girl or girl, girl or anything. Gotcha. Yeah. But that's what, I don't know, that's what people are making. Although I, I get, I'm starting to see like boy, girl content come yeah. out from this stripper culture or whatever we would call it. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, but I, I feel like they mm. are not, they're making mistakes by not trying to get an agent. Cause me too. Me too. I think it, it helps. I mean, of course having your own thing going is wonderful. And I feel like in the end, that's almost kind of what carries you, but like you do need that, like you do need the agency to make sure you're like reputable. So it just, you know, you come across more professional. And then, of course, the exposure from it. Right. You know, it's, it's really good, I mean. But, like, your first couple of years in the industry, or, or your first, let's say, your first couple of months in the industry, <laughs> yeah. and a producer comes to you and they say, mm -hmm. well, we're going to book you for a scene and it's going to pay $1,000 or mm -hmm. whatever. If you don't have an agent, how do you even know whether $1,000 is a good offer or mm -hmm. a bad offer? How exactly. do you know if it's a reputable company? Exactly. How do you know? You don't. I, so I did kind of um, try to do porn shoots i guess before like official porn yes with people that i thought were like official i'm doing quotations air quotes but they weren't and you know they'd be like oh this is like way when i was like younger when i was like 18 stupid i was like yeah 500 is a lot to do <laughs> <laughs> so i did like maybe like two or three of those and then like, of course, like, I stopped because I was like, okay, this is not enough money for, like, fucking on camera. So, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, you definitely don't know, like, how much you should be getting, which is kind of, yeah, so you should have an agent. You should have an agency. Right. Definitely. Sometimes you may end up working for a producer who mm -hmm. is a known psychopath and yeah and you don't know and you just, don't know your agent knows yeah. hopefully your agent can yeah. say to you Hallie I'm giving you the job offer because it was given to me but mm -hmm. I'm also giving you a warning that this person has had a history of yep. becoming obsessed with the performers uh, mm -hmm. these things happen in our industry guys um, <laughs> sometimes the people that you look up to as fans the producers mm -hmm. that you look up to as fans we know things about them that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of performers, it's just a better idea to not do those type of scenes. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you got introduced to somebody who, who got you in with 101. Yes. And this was kind of the real start to your career. Although, I, like I said, I, I thought I had seen you before you got on with 101. Because I yeah. remember saying, yes, this, this girl... <laughs> Yeah. Got was, on with 101, and I immediately wanted to shoot you. I think I immediately, like the day you popped up with oh, them, I said, well, we're going to book this girl. Uh, so I discovered you, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you did. 
No, you definitely gave me a shot, which was, you know, I'm so grateful for. Because like you said, I am like a unicorn. I do look different than, like, <laughs> I've never really seen anyone that looks like me, I guess, in adult. I mean, and... I could call you an African-American Allison Tyler, but that Allison doesn't... Tyler. So, yeah, yeah, Allison Tyler was in the industry, yeah. left a couple of years ago, yeah. six feet tall, mm. beautiful... Yeah. Uh, we shot her back. It's such a difference. Like when she first got in the industry, she was like this sort of gangly looking kid. <laughs> You're starting from a lot higher position in oh, terms of, of looks. And, but now uh, Allison is stunningly beautiful yeah. as well these days. Well, it helps uh, you out, you know. I've definitely tweaked some things since being in the industry. It, it forces you to kind of be your best self. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, though, it wouldn't be right to call you an African-American anything, even though you are African-American, yeah. just because you are who you are. Beauty is beauty, and it's not right to push you into any kind of a barrel right now. Yeah, I also don't... I mean, I guess I do... I have, like, the big ass, so I guess I do fit into the kind of, like, black girl, like, porn star, whatever, like, case. But I feel like I kind of just look different like I don't know like I don't think I really fit into any box which I figured would be a bad thing but you know kind of seeing people liking that look and shooting me has like really opened my mind to like my own beauty and everything it's it's been <laughs> you would be more in the world the Julie Cash world of big butt girl with no body fat mm. um oh my god he's spoiling me with compliments Allura Jensen is similar. Yeah, I love her. We shot, um, we shot for Porn Star Platinum. It was just like, um, like a website site, I guess. And yeah, that was hot. That was really fun. She's definitely someone I looked up to before porn. Smart, aggressive. Yeah. Um, she's a great one of the great people in the business. Yeah. She's uh, interesting because she's a nymphomaniac. Like yeah. that's her whole. <laughs> She came yeah. on the podcast and told us about how she had been in the military and had been... Whoa, really? Uh, ...gotten in trouble because she had been having sex with everybody, females, <laughs> males. Oh, my God. And That's she had been working awesome. in a strip club also and yeah. was fucking the pace, uh, patrons for free. <laughs> and it's like, shit, you know what? I should just do porn and get yeah. paid for this shit because yeah. I'm not going to stop fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a nymphomaniac? Is that part of like what got you in or is it something else? So I, I feel like a nymphomaniac when I'm having sex, if that makes sense. Yes. If I'm not, I feel normal. But like the moment that I, I don't know, that I'm horny or something, like... I just want to, like, devour the other person. Like, it, it's just, like, kind of an uncontrollable thing. So, I don't know. It feels like it turns off and on. Because, like, for quarantine, like, a lot of the performers are like, oh, my God, I'm so horny. Like, I need to fuck everyone because I can't fuck. And I'm like, I don't really feel like that. Or at least for the beginning portion, for, like, this first month, I didn't feel like that. But then, like, the past week, like, I've been getting, like, that craving, and, like, it's kind of the only thing I can think about. So, it, I guess it's just, <laughs> when I get the craving, yeah. it, it's, like, overpowering. Yeah, but not all the time, I guess. Yeah. Every porn star has now put up a tweet mm. saying, <laughs> when I get out of quarantine, I'm oh. taking on 20 guys at once or whatever. 10 dicks in my mouth and 10 in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, that look of of <laughs> wanting to devour mm. like a hungry tiger is mm. like something that every porn girl there's there should be a name for it mm -hmm. and then every porn girl just like comedians look in the mirror to mm. to get their facial expressions down yeah every porn star should learn that look yeah because it adds so much the best i've ever seen is victoria june mm. when victoria gives you that look <laughs> You feel like you're like about to be eaten by a hungry Fuck. tiger. It's so hot. Yeah. I've gotten that from a few performers. Manuel Ferrer does it really well. Manuel Ferrer does it really well. Um, he like kind of opens and you, you know that like uh, 
can't do it. Manuel Ferrara chokes women. Is, yeah. is that a lot of girls are really turned on by this? Yeah. Did that turn you on? Did you? Yeah, he grabbed the fuck out of me in one scene, and I had like a bruise. <laughs> then the next day, I shot for Bang Bros, and I was like, "Oh shit, what's that?" And the director was like, "Looks like someone grabbed the fuck out of you," and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then if you said Manuel, then yeah, then usually then it's people like, in the industry uh, are like, "Oh, okay, that's okay. a rough scene. I get yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. Now she's half naked. She's yeah. taking off her jacket. <laughs> What was your first scene then? My first scene was with... It wasn't Brazzers. My first scene with 101 was Brazzers. Okay. Um, and then I had a scene before that with um, Net Video Girls. Wow. They did like the Casting Couch series. Yes, and right. They only like to use the first-timers, brand-new girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... It was like eight months until I shot with, yeah. <laughs> so how did you like Net Video Girls? Was that too much of a... Hmm. I liked it because they were super professional. They were really chill. Um, I don't know if I can mention names. I just won't for, for privacy's sake. But they're really nice. And, and um, I did um, two scenes with them. So, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty cool. Yeah. They're great people. Yeah. Uh they came and um we have the same accountant, so we got introduced and then yeah. they came and talked about maybe using my studio for some stuff. Nice. And I got to spend some time with those guys. They've been in the industry yeah. like as long as me, 20 years and Damn. and um and they've done really well with a uh um unique proposition basically of hey we're going to be the only ones that are doing brand new girls brand new. in these audition videos and uh -huh. so on I did stuck like, to their program i did like a what was it i did like a, a music video audition or something to be like a video vixen huh. it was fun it was fun and it was in like a they shoot in like a penthouse I guess, and like Sunset. So it was nice. Okay, so you did that, and then, you know, then you hooked on with 101, you did Brazzers. Yeah. What a great place to start, Brazzers, right? Ah. Because they're very professional. Yeah. It was like, I didn't know how to act on set, if that makes sense. Like, I was like, okay, I, I'm just going to be professional and like do my job and be nice. I mean, but they're fucking like, cool people on set like you know they're joking and laughing but they still get work done and and i was just like yeah like this is this is a nice spot to be this is like kind of what i want to do you know that's when i the light bulb popped on in my head for porn really i think uh how many scenes have you done since then i think um, i mean roughly you don't probably don't know exactly maybe how many like scenes. Who even knows what counts as a scene these days? Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna say 15. Oh yeah, so you're still. I think it's you're 15. a baby in terms I'm, of porn. Yeah, and it feels like a life. Well, it doesn't feel like a lifetime. It feels like I'm just getting started. Right. Yeah. You were getting started. I and then was the industry getting stopped. God damn it! <laughs> just abruptly, man. It's okay. I had a feeling about 2020, like, like on a. On New Year's, like, I was invited to, like, a hotel party, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just didn't feel, like, I, I don't know. I felt like this year had some bad juju, because January was rough, February was rough, and then, you know, March and April, it just kind of happened. <laughs> uh, it's been a crazy year, for sure, it's, for just a lot of people all across the country. Yeah, I uh, think so. You know, last year, but it's like, so last year, my closest friend died in his sleep, oh, right? Yeah. Like two days after AVN. Mm -hmm. Then my dog got, oh, and then I, I couldn't even go to his funeral because I had my gallbladder taken out in some kind of emergency. Fuck. And then my dog became paralyzed. And I was like, Fuck. well, this is a shitty year. Okay. This is crazy. Fuck. And all of that stuff, that you could, you could look at it and say, in the end, it made everything you know, uh, a better in some ways. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, my dog is never quite the same, but she is doing fantastic. Yeah. And my friend that passed away in his sleep mm. would probably have been prone to coronavirus and probably had exactly. a painful way out instead exactly. of a peaceful way out. Exactly. And you don't need a gallbladder. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Without I like it. that. No. Yeah. You got to look at the positives because 
fuck looking at the negatives. I mean, we could make so many negative, like, assumptions. But, you know, this is just going to make us stronger people. And we're going to... Next time we're going to know how to deal with, like, disasters and problems, you know? We, we really have to look at it that way. This virus mm. kills something like 2 to 4% of everybody who gets it. Mm. The next time that a pandemic comes along and it's something that kills... Um, Thank you. 20%. We will know how to do it. We will know how to get testing done and and we'll have a lot developed. Yeah. Also, we can see that LA, all of a sudden, uh, people are putting up videos of LA without all the pollution. And it's like, this is a beautiful, much more beautiful city without it. Oh, fuck. LA, yeah, LA is great right now. (laughs) Right. We're learning to uh, to cook at homes. We're we're learning to mm-hmm. to zoom with our family and connect yeah. across the country. There's so many things that are never gonna we'll always have as a result of this. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna you know we're gonna learn to. I think I think just be kind of more connected. You know, I feel like we're getting disconnected there. I don't know if that makes sense. I no, you're you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. We've we've learned mm-hmm. we were becoming disconnected because mm-hmm. people are finding so many things to do with mm-hmm. the internet. Yeah, and now you take that away, and um, people are like, "Well, I want to reconnect <laughs> with people." Exactly. Or if you if you have it like all day long, like if you're watching Netflix twenty four seven, you're kind of craving like that human interaction again. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I want to go outside. <laughs> I feel like more people are outside now. Than, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've noticed that. People are walking in the streets <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Uh, also, from a, a perspective of the adult film industry, mm. people are spending more time going joining OnlyFans yeah. and really connecting with performers. Yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because mm. of our show's sponsor, mm. Sex Panther. Mm. Sex Panther is the way that you who are listening to the show can connect with your favorite performer. Are you on Sex Panther? Mm-mm. Okay, so I'm going to help Hallie get on I Sex will Panther. Be. You should be on Sex Panther. <laughs> I should be. Do you I'm know sorry. how Sex Panther works? Yes. Great. Okay. Yes. Sex Panther, for those of you at home who uh, just tuned in to listen to Hallie and aren't already familiar with the show, is this, it's pretty much the coolest thing in, that's ever been invented. And what it is is that you go to sexpanther.com, S-E-X-T, panther and you get the phone number for free usually of your favorite porn star and then you can sext with her you can send her texts you can ask her how she's doing today you can get to know her as you know from the first 20 or so minutes of this podcast she's really interesting so yeah you can send her a dick picture (laughs) but maybe you just want to get to know her uh, as well you can do those things you can maybe talk to her on the phone you can exchange videos you can exchange pictures or you can just shoot the shit with her and talk about life. <laughs> All these things can be done on Sexed Panther. So we're going to get Hallie signed up. And if you are also one of the many female performers who listen to the show and you are not on Sex Panther yet, then mm. contact me and I will get you hooked up because this is such a great way for you to get fans for life. And that's what it's all about. Like, Take it from me, somebody who's had a membership website for 20 years it's not about finding that guy that's going to give you $1,000 tomorrow in tips on the website. It's about – I know everybody thinks it is, but yeah. it isn't. It's about yeah. finding those guys that are going to stick with you every week and every month yeah. for the next – for the remainder of your career yeah. and give you $10 and $5 yeah. and the membership subscription fee and a tip here and whatever. And who you need to get enough guys like that because the problem with Mr. $1,000 guy mm. – is that they disappear, they ghost. They do, they do. But it's better to have like the loyal, consistent fans. Yes, and so that is why you female performers should be on Sex Panther, Mm -hmm. so that you can build those bonds and relationships with your fans. And if you're a fan, that's why you should be on Sex Panther, so you can build a real relationship with your favorite adult film star instead of just a, I um, had virtual sex with her in the (laughs) VR helmet type relationship. So there you go, sexedpanther.com. All right, back to Hallie. Uh, it was a good transition, by the way. I yeah, it was. I had a brag there. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so, where'd you grow up? I grew up in San Jose Bay, 
But I'm not, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely rep the Bay, but I'm not like super Bay. Like when I meet people from the Bay Area, they're like, hey, from the Bay Area. And I'm like, yeah, from there. So 49ers fan or Raiders fan? Oh, I'll just say 49ers fan. Okay. Yeah. My family's, my family's definitely, you know, they fuck with the 49ers. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't that excited about the Raiders. No, I'm a Cowboy fan. It's all to me. No, I I think it's like Raiders fans are a very interesting breed of people. We in Vegas are going to get to know them pretty well as they arrive and start getting in fights and start beating people up and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Niners have an incredible history of winning Super Bowls. You know what? I'm more of a Warriors fan. Like, okay. if we're going to talk about sports, yes. I'm definitely, like, a Warriors fan. Every time I pass the Oracle, I'm like, woo. <laughs> so a lot of NBA stars listen to the podcast. Oh. If you, which, <laughs> which warrior would you Clay like Thompson. to slide into your DMs? Clay Thompson, if you're listening, yeah. I've, I've loved you since I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> Clay Thompson. Clay. Clay, <laughs> just get on Instagram on your fake account, on your yeah. other account. Because everybody has, all of these guys have two accounts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get on in there mm-hmm. and uh, and send Hallie a little little video to prove it's you, I'm and then you here. can. Yeah, she's waiting for you right here. <laughs> okay, so the Warriors. Um, yeah, they have yeah. had a pretty good run actually. So. Yeah, they're a good team. I mean, yeah, they really. Yeah. Did you play basketball growing up though? I I kind of like half asked played basketball like I played it when I was in like middle school and then like a portion of high school but then I kind of gave it up because I was like eh. then I did volleyball and track and I like those sports better I think track is so were you a pretty good athlete then mm, I would say I would say you would want me on the team but I'm not your star player <laughs> Well, at what point did you become bigger than the other kids? Oh my god. I, I've always been bigger than the other kids. <laughs> I've always been bigger. Since, uh, so ever since I can remember, like, you know how they take, like, the school photos? Um, I would always, like, be in the back, like, poking my head up. Like, oh, yeah. I'm tall. <laughs> Hallie is six feet tall, guys. Just I'm to six be... foot. And I, I peaked at what, like, I hit, like, 5'9 when I was in, like, seventh grade. So I was, yeah, I was always pretty tall. What's that like for a girl? Because if you're a guy, you Mm. either become a bully or Mm -hmm. you become somebody who gets bullied at taller than the other kids because everybody wants to try you. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, um, I'd say it was only like a real thing in like middle school because middle school, everyone's kind of changing. And then I was like really sprouting in middle school. So it was like whoa like you're really tall like that was like the only thing people could talk about but in high school it was pretty okay because like I mean it it is kind of like hard with guys though because especially nowadays it's not hard because it's like the height doesn't really matter that much but like in in school I feel like it's kind of like weird if you go outside of the social the social norm you know what I mean like if you're like a shorter dude dating a taller girl, it's kind of like, but what are my friends gonna think of me? Oh, I've been there. <laughs> you know me, what I mean? <laughs> so it's like it's kind of. Like, I don't care. I tell you yeah, that. Like, I think like, it's great. And walking around, like when I first exactly. got in the industry, I was kind of dating a six foot tall blonde, oh and God. people, That's I hot. could hear them talking about me, mm-hmm. going like, you know. <laughs> What is that guy doing with her? And I'm like, fucking her. <laughs> but yeah, what the like? Yeah. Who fucking who fucking cares? It's I don't know. I think I think it's um, I think it's um, I can understand why guys are intimidated because like yeah, you know, not only am I tall, but I'm kind of like I guess glamorous in a sense, and I yes. kind of carry myself. So I can see why, but at the same time, I don't think that's any reason to, like, think that it's not, like, possible. You know what I mean? Or think that it's, like, a weird thing or whatever, because it's, it's really... No, no, so the problem is, is that our industry is full mm. of what I call low-hanging fruit pickers. <laughs> 
So let me explain what that is, mm. that basically for a lot of guys in our mm. industry, um, there are easy prey everywhere. Girls who mm. are 18 years old, yeah. just got here from the, got off the bus from <laughs> Iowa, yeah. don't know any better yeah. and can easily be seduced and, and are, mm. you know, high half the time anyway, don't even know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. The thing that would make you sort of intimidating to mm. a lot of those guys is just that mm. you speak like somebody who can't be taken advantage of easily. I guess so. And I've always talked like this and people always tell me that. And I'm like, I, yeah, like I don't mean to, <laughs> if you get to know me, I'm a total marshmallow. Like I'm not intimidating at all. Like, but, um, I guess it like the whole, the whole thing kind of, you know, it makes people perceive me like a lot of people say that like like a lot of my friends they're like I thought you were a bitch when I first met you but you're not <laughs> no I can be if I want to but like I don't just go around being bitchy to people you know uh Sarah J for example yeah. been in the industry for many years mm -hmm. big butt performer yeah. um you know messed around with a lot of NBA players probably <laughs> uh but she's intimidating in mm -hmm. the same way mm -hmm. uh she just kind of makes yeah. it clear in a very nice way that she's not taking any shit and you're not going to mm -hmm. trick her into bed. And yeah. she's been one of the top, probably in terms of money-making performers for many years. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Connor comes to mind the same way. Yeah. Ryan Connor has a similar physique to you. Yeah. And you know <laughs> you're not going to fuck with Ryan. Like... When she walks onto your set, <sighs> and I shot her back mm -hmm. in 2002 for mm -hmm. the first time, mm -hmm. uh, and back then it was the same thing. She yeah. walked onto set, and yeah. you're like, we're going to do this her way. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I don't know. I love that. I met Sarah at um, AVN this year, and she was awesome. Hopefully we'll shoot together soon, but yeah, um, I just... That that confidence, that like air of like, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say royalty. That sounds arrogant, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I I think that's so hot. Like, it's just so. I don't know. I don't know. I just yeah. I look up to that. Definitely, know? I think men are attracted to confident women. Yeah. And again, you may not get the low hanging fruit pickers, <laughs> but that's not really who you want. I mean, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So if Clay Thompson slides oh, into your fuck. DMs, <laughs> what kind of date are we mm. wanting here? Like, let's let's just make this so easy for Clay. Okay, I'll come to San Francisco. You can find me out, Clay, and um, I'll come during Corona. <laughs> I'll come to SF. We will go to. I think sushi would be sexy. Are you writing this down, Clay? You need to get this. So you're going to take her out up, for sushi. Pick me up on a motorcycle. Oh, go okay. to sushi. Yeah. Um, we'll go to the pier and we'll we'll watch the sunset. And then maybe we'll go out and do something fun. You know what would be great? To go to like... Like... I don't know. Actually, maybe not. I was thinking like maybe some kind of like underground swingers party or something. I think that would be kind of hot. But... Maybe not the first date. Yeah, right. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Clay, and then we're gonna go from sushi. I mean, maybe Clay's into then, that. Who knows? And then we go back to his house, and I do whatever he tells me to do. Oh. <laughs> so maybe Clay, as you put on a dog collar, yeah, and then you're I'm, like, you're I'm into game. this. Okay, bark, great. Bark, Clay. <laughs> Is Clay married, by the way? Because I don't. Know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Trust me. Like, yeah, it doesn't. NBA athletes. Sorry, yeah. guys, if I'm <laughs> outing if I'm anybody, pulling you. the curtain back here, but they all cheat. I think on he's their... maybe. Um, I think he has a girlfriend. I don't think he's married. He has like a European. I think she's like Russian or something. I don't know. All right, so you want Clay to take you out to sushi. You mm. would kind of like him to take you out to the pier for before mm -hmm. coming home for sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, what do you think he would want? What do you think Clay would want? I don't know. Well, I, some, judging on the other celebrities that I know... Now, listen. Not all celebrities that I know... <laughs> 
Mm. are like that. Yeah. Uh, but then there are some that I know that mm. are just like, well, I don't want to do anything. I just want her to, to fuck her. I mean, just want to... Yeah. I don't want to take the girl on a date. <laughs> I want her to meet me at my hotel no, and we have just to have go sex. On, we have to go on a date. Yeah, so that's what we're trying to get to here is that... <laughs> Don't go that route, Mr. Mm. Famous Musician or Famous mm. Basketball Player or whatever. Whoever's trying to slide into her DMs. Well, it depends. If it's Tom Hardy, you know, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck Tom Hardy. I don't know who Tom Hardy is. Who's you Tom Hardy? No, sorry. Fuck. Is he a musician or what? No, he's an actor. He. Okay. Um, have you seen Inception? Oh, no. Okay. I think I saw Inception. Have you seen... Uh... Fuck. I can't. I can't. I can't. Wasn't Leonard Leonardo DiCaprio in Inception? Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I saw that. Tom Hardy's the, uh, I think he plays like a British dude. He is British, but he plays like a very British dude. Right. Pour more wine, guys. So yes, 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 here. yes. Uh, so Tom Hardy, Clay Thompson, mm. anybody else on your just DTF celebrity list? DTF stands for down to fuck. Yeah, g Easy, um, uh, Baby. <laughs> rapper the baby the baby okay yeah. i've heard i've heard the I name think at he's least handsome in a way. i don't i have no idea i think he's handsome okay um and on the female side of things um oh, fuck what's her name she's in the avengers i forget her name though. oh scarlett johansson oh scarlett johansson yeah good That's, choice okay. yeah, yeah, yeah scarlett can slide right into those yeah scarlett oh oh jennifer lawrence oh, okay jennifer lawrence um, who else? Um, yeah, that's all I can think of right now. I'm sure there's like a whole fucking roster, but you know, yeah, all more than welcome to, um, Hallie underscore Hayes <laughs> Instagram. All right. So if you're not one of these celebrities and you're going to make a run at Hallie, we're going to give you some advice here. What is the approach if they're not just a, if you're not Scarlett Johansson or Clay Thompson, what uh, what kind of guy are you looking for? Aggressive or romantic or nice? Uh, um, one that wants to get into porn because those are attractive, right? The guy that sends you a DM <laughs> no! saying, "Hey, help me get into hey, porn." How do I Here's do my it? dick. Yeah. It's worse than they try to make. <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god. Um, you know what? I really like nerdy. I like nerdy guys. Like, like nerdy. Um, but like, I guess like tough or like built or I don't fucking know but like if you have like a little bit of nerd in you or like nerd like tendencies or you're just like really smart that's a big turn on Mm, okay big turn on um or you can just be like really hot I guess (laughs) because that's that's good (laughs) I'm not gonna lie like who doesn't right so Brad Pitt don't worry about the nerd part (laughs) yeah just yeah, get straight gets, past that, Brad. Just go straight into just one banger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that that'll be good. Fuck yeah. What's the best time you had on out of your set out of your fifteen videos? Which you know. Mm, best time. Ooh, this is easy. I mean, I. I had like an amazing time with everyone, including you. That was a really fun scene. Hallie and I did a scene together. Yes. It was a blast and oh. it, it was getting so much attention on meanbitches.com, mm-hmm. my website. Yeah. Uh, there was a great contrast between me and her uh, mm-hmm. in terms of height. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was great. So Hallie, it, it turns out, fun. is a natural dom when she wants oh, to be, which what I really <laughs> is simply a matter of. Of method acting. That's all it is. Yeah. All you out there who feel like I'm not a, I can't be mean, I can't be aggressive. It's like, it's of just, course you can. It's a character you're playing. It really is. It's a character. And um, back to the um, the thing that we were talking about before. Um, I forget. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Because usually my podcast, I have like a little list in front of me of I'm trying to get to, but we're kind of just wherever the wind blows. going wherever the wind blows here. And it's, it's fun. Yeah. So yeah. we're talking about your best scenes though. I think, oh uh, yeah, yeah. You have good memory. Um, until I take a Xanax. I'm like, it's a good memory fails. for smoking a lot of weed. Yeah. It's a weed guy. But, um, last night, by the way, I saw Hallie and I was, I had taken an edible 
And I could not remember the beginning of each sentence. I would start talking and then be like, I have no idea what this, where this started and where I'm going. Edibles are no joke. I mean, that little, granted that little piece didn't get me that high, but it definitely, like, I felt a little buzz going on. And I was like, damn, that was a crumb Literally, of a cookie, like a crumb. Yeah, you got to take the whole dose <sighs> next time. That is Fuck. a hefty, <laughs> very powerful um, piece of cookie cake. You want to know a funny story? Um, right before the AVN nom party, I took a little gummy edible. And I was just like, okay, this will just be nice throughout the night or whatever. I was fucking loaded. Like, I could barely talk to people. I yeah. was like, holy shit. You feel so bad because you can't remember the question they asked in the first place. That's how I was last night. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, one of those parties, especially because you can't even remember who you were talking to. I, like. I don't know what happened that night. I don't know. But anyways, favorite scene so far, Ryan and Kelly Madison for mm, Born Fidelity. Good. They're fucking cool people. And, um, and... The set was just beautiful, and it was it was great. My outfit was like on point. Hair and makeup was great, and I just had a fun time. That was yeah, yeah. Couples porn is interesting. They're not the only ones yeah. these days. At one point, they probably were, mm-hmm. but there are these couples that are out there making yeah. stuff, and they're having the time of their lives. Same for Deeper. I shot for them, um, like maybe like. Mm, Two months ago, I don't know, but um, Manuel and Caden—they're really mm, cool. And okay, it's it's just like an interesting dynamic. I don't know, it's it's fun because you kind of get like both opinions. I guess you get the female perspective of it, the male, and then you like adjust accordingly, and it's nice. They're a very interesting couple to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of personality mm-hmm. uh, going back and forth between those two. Mm. Virgo and Scorpio. <laughs> is that what they are? You, you know she, this? I asked. I was like, I just need to know. She's a Virgo. He's a Scorpio. So it makes sense. Instagram. Mm. This is funny because I, I just listened to uh, a mm. podcast with Conan, and um, yeah. uh, Conan O'Brien has the best podcast in the world. And I then he had Kevin Nealon on this week, and they yeah. kept interrupting each other constantly. It was cracking <laughs> me up because Kevin Nealon would just keep asking him stupid questions yeah. and, and then every time he would answer it thinking he was he could move on he would be like yeah. buses you've been on one you know <laughs> but there's legitimate questions to be had here so Instagram I thought I'm asking this randomly because mm-hmm. he asked it randomly and then it's like this is a good question so you get on Instagram mm-hmm. and then you are liking things or whatever and somehow they're pulling information from God knows where maybe from Alexa <sighs> over here and they seem to know what you want, and these ads start popping up that are so specific to you yes. that, like, in my case, it's like, hey, does your name start with G? Because we have the perfect product for somebody whose first name is, starts with G who went to University of Texas. It's a University of Texas G shirt or something like that. And yeah. so what are your Instagram ads? My Instagram Because this will tell ads. us a lot about you. Fuck. Um... Do I get Instagram ads? I guess I get them occasionally. My Instagram ads are usually like stripper clothing <laughs> and, <laughs> and like um, it's like weird shit because like I, I have like sex work Instagram on my Instagram, but I also have like wholesome Instagram. So it'll be like stripper clothes, like someone like practically naked and then it'll be like a baking tutorial <laughs> like here's how to make like a fucking bumblebee cupcake and then it'll be like okay tits ass and then like i don't know like a fucking envelope holder or something stupid it'll just be like random shit do you but, feel like they eavesdrop somehow i think so i think they eavesdrop on everything yeah yeah we're we're, we're watched <laughs> it's like you mention you're like, damn, I really need a new pair of shoes. <laughs> and I think maybe your Alexa device, like mm-hmm. I'm pulling up my phone now and put mm-hmm. on Instagram to see if like a shoe ad pops up. Because <laughs> that would be interesting. I'm curious too. Let me see. I really think that it's it's the case. Um, let me see. I don't see any shoe ads. See? Like Look. 
A Titties, ass, <laughs> and then a fucking pie. I swear to Wow, she was right. I'm <laughs> accurate, I Titties, know. ass, and a pie all showed up immediately for her. Mine, it showed up with oh. a master class on how to direct, which is cool because I, oh. I want that. I was thinking about yeah. taking that. And then a cream that you put on your face that takes the lines out of your face. So apparently they've seen the pictures of me. Oh, no. And they're like, yeah, here's, this is what you need, buddy, is, is something that takes off those Some deep lines. lines that are in your face. And then a mask. But then yeah. this is not... Okay. What? You have... I, know I don't this want this mask. mask. This is ridiculous looking. I don't, I don't want this at all. That's the raven... Horrible looking plague I know mask. someone that got a tattoo of that mask. It's awful. I, don't want I know. I'm not friends with them anymore. So conspiracy theories. Ooh, don't get me started. Ooh, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Um, uh, I don't want to say anything about Corona because I don't want to get in trouble. All right, I right. get it. I get why you don't want to talk about that. Um, oh. People are very passionate right now about. Yeah. Because somebody jumped on me the other day for saying what? <laughs> that. Uh, so the governor. At first, he said we could golf, and then the next day, or like a few days later, he said, well, now you guys didn't observe social distancing on the golf courses, so I'm taking away golfing. All the golf courses have to be shut down. And I said on Twitter, hey, isn't that like saying nobody's obeying the speed limit, so we're going to shut down the roads? Like, wouldn't yeah. it be better to just send a cop over to the golf course and every fix once that in a while one. Yeah. and tell people to, hey, these are the rules, do this. And people jumped on me, were like... You want first responders to die. Like, wait, how did we get there? Like, what? I'm not seeing how having somebody... You hate medical professionals. (laughs) What? No. I'm for social distancing. I've been sitting in my fucking house for a month and a half. I haven't golfed. I'm just saying, like, I think freedom, we shouldn't Mm. take it away unless we have to. And right now we have to, but... We don't have to take away parks. No. Hiking trails. No. Um, mm-hmm. Golfing. All right. So what do you, do you believe in flat earth? What do we go? Where are we going with this here? Um, You're too smart to believe in flat earth. So that's not going to be good. I don't even know what that is. People I've never honestly believe. <laughs> that Jericho, Chris Jericho, uh, the, the great podcaster slash wrestler slash everything, just had a mm-hmm. whole podcast recently about... These people believe that the Earth is actually flat with polar caps all over the, on all the ends of it, and okay. somehow you can't fall off the side of the Earth because you hit the polar caps and you can't get through there. And somehow it's just a big hoax that people go in a big circle around the world. I, I'm going to tell you, I that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that's pretty fucking. It's absolutely wild. ridiculous. The whole theory falls apart basically because you can book flights tomorrow. <laughs> Assuming planes are flying, they keep going west until you get back to the point where you started. Yeah. So these pilots are in on it then? Is that, you know. That's, I don't know. Do a lot of people seriously believe that? Is that like a popular? There are celebrities that believe in the flat earth thing. You gotta Google this, yeah. Hmm. What do you think about the 5G thing? Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, there's So Corona people now have a theory that 5G causes coronavirus, <laughs> but there are plenty of places where they don't have 5G yet, and they still and they have still coronavirus. Have coronavirus. So, <laughs> that's just stupid, you guys that are believing in that one. You know what What caused me to stop believing in the 5G theory? Because like, everyone who posted a video on it would be like, yo, I work at like this like laboratory, and they told me to stop coming to work, and... <laughs> stupid it's like you did what (laughs) i put up a tweet the other day saying that the real villains in this coronavirus thing Mm -hmm. are the cousins friends daughters or whatever (laughs) because every time somebody says to me well i have a cousin who has a friend Mm -hmm. whose daughter works for the governor or works for trump (laughs) the next thing out of their mouth is going to be something completely made up like where's the martial law that all you nutcases have been telling us (laughs) The, the coronavirus was a hoax so that they could roll tanks out in the street. Ugh. Why would they even want that? Why? They don't want us to be um, cowering from tanks. They want us to be, the government wants us uh, to be, just everybody to be working and paying taxes oh. and so that they can siphon the money away yeah. to the rich people. Like, it does them no good to have us at home cowering from tanks. You know, I did think initially that corona was started by the government. I even have a tweet about it. But really? like... 
Yeah, because, you know, like, it's before an election, and it's like Donald Trump says he's going to put his name on these checks, and there was just, <laughs> right. like, so many little things, right? But, like, the more it progresses, I see that it really is going, like, everywhere, you know? And I don't think it has, like, an agenda, like, I don't know, some other past, you know, outbreaks and stuff. I think it really is kind of... I mean, it's real. You look around and... Famous yeah. people are getting it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not like one of those Ooh, things Tom where you Hanks, don't... Idris Elba. Just like... Uh, seeing uh, Chris Cuomo every night is is mm. on CNN. Yeah. He, he's been doing his show from his basement, and he wasn't he hasn't, wasn't allowed to leave the basement until today. Yeah. Because uh, for the last few weeks, he's had coronavirus. Mm. And the sad part is that his wife was bringing him food mm. into the basement, and then she caught it. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I mean, <sighs> coronavirus is real, people. It's not like very real, uh, and it's not exactly to Trump's benefit either. So mm-hmm. I would not blame this on Trump. Uh, it's possible. I mean, I think that people have different theories about its origins, Absolutely. and that may be maybe true. Maybe it's all true. Just that maybe it started in a lab and got a bat infected, and the bat bit something else, and. Uh, I think that I that's maybe I don't know. I feel like there's government interference. I don't think it maybe it wasn't started intentionally, but I think I right. don't know. It just seems kind of convenient. Cover-ups are what our government mm-hmm. specializes in. Yeah. So there's no doubt that China tried to cover it up in the beginning, mm-hmm. and there's no doubt that we here in the United States we didn't want it to be real. So a lot of people just kind of chose not to believe it, including the president, who mm-hmm. kind of didn't believe what people were telling him. Yeah. Um, so coronavirus is real. But what about like, I don't know, do you believe John F. Kennedy was shot by, uh, honestly, what, do you think we went to the moon? Do why you know the moon it, theory? Why wouldn't we have people? Well, at the time <laughs> we oh were in this okay. space race with the Russians trying yes. to be the first people to get to the moon. Yes. And a lot of people believe that we just set up a, a sound studio over in Arizona in the desert and faked going to the moon so that we could brag to the rest of the world that scare the Russians. That's a facepalm fucking moment. It might be true. I don't think I believe in it because I've heard too many... I just don't think the government is that good at keeping secrets. I don't think so. I mean... No. I, I don't know. Fuck, when you think about it like that. Space aliens. Believe in aliens? <sighs> Absolutely. I don't know if they're in this. No, I, I I think that there are definitely aliens out there or some form of life. We can't be the only ones. Right. You know, Carl Sagan was kind of the most famous astronomer of our lifetime. Mm. Basically said at one point, mm. there are billions and billions and billions and trillions of stars out there. And if oh. you think this entire universe... It's has just us. <laughs> We're the only ones of the trillions. Oh, then that's so incredibly narcissistic and egotistical exactly. that shame on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's not the real question. Mm-hmm. The question is, are they here already? Fuck. Do you believe in the lizard people oh, or the little uh, the E.T. guys, the greys, the shapeshifters? Oh, my God. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I I kind of... What do you think about the Illuminati, like, cloning people or whatever? Mm. I don't feel like that's completely not possible, but it feels highly unlikely. Yeah. You know? But, like, you can never completely rule something out, I guess. I mean, are there shadow organizations who influence events in the world? Mm-hmm. We know this to be true already. Yeah. The Bilderberg Group, I think it's called, is where rich people meet every year oh. to decide how they're going to influence governments to do what they want. And, of course, they can because they have the wealth yeah. of the world. Yeah. They are the governments of the Pretty world. Pretty much. The, the rich people. Pretty much. There, there are those who choose to be in government and those who don't, but... That's not... I mean, Illuminati cloning people, I don't know about. Um, mm. I think... I think here's a conspiracy theory that I'm pretty sure is correct, is that if you take... This maybe piss some people off, but... <laughs> you take the Bible, okay. and you change God to space aliens, pretty much just cross out the word God, <laughs> and put in space aliens everywhere, the whole thing makes yeah. a lot of sense. 
and if you think of it as like advanced technology, you know, maybe weird to some people, but I do consider myself Christian. Mm-hmm. I know it might be kind of like weird with porn. I no, always no, kind I of wondered so. the opinions on it, you know, like. But you're right. I do think the Bible is pretty ridiculous. Well, okay, but mm-hmm. when you talk about God and porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a book I read recently that talked about, Mm -hmm. well, if God is what we think he is, Mm -hmm. the all enlightened being, let's not even call him omniscient, you know, where Mm -hmm. God knows every thought that Mm -hmm. seems kind of ridiculous. Let's just say that God is, is as old as we think he is and as enlightened as we think he is. Yeah. That God with that much enlightenment cannot be sitting around going like, we got to punish Hallie for what she did when she was 15. <laughs> I've got a little book here of exactly. check marks and X's and seeing which one <laughs> my weighs burn book. more. My burn, my burn book. She's my burn book. <laughs> I th- we think that God yeah. would be more interested in, well, what can you do that makes the world a better place? And how can I, as yeah. God, influence you to yeah. be a great person? Yeah. And... That's not, that doesn't conflict with porn. What we do in mm. porn is make people's lives better in a lot of cases. Exactly. I don't think porn's sinister. I mean, of course there are corners of it are that, that are, but like what other like real world job doesn't have that, you know? There's always spectrums, but I don't think it's sinister at all in that sense. No. So So do you, do you pray? Is that too personal of a question? Yeah. Yeah. That's too personal a question. Oh, oh no, no, you no, pray. I yes, do. You pray. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's way too personal. Way Shut the fuck personal. up. <laughs> I pray like sometimes. I think it's great. I think it doesn't matter whether you're praying to I, God or what, but you're praying. Off. Yeah, praying, meditating. It's yeah. all kind of the same animal. I think. I think I'm religious, but more so spiritual, because I do think a lot of things in the Bible are kind of like man-made things, you know. So. I mean, I feel like I don't think if you have sex on camera, you're going to go to hell or whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That makes no sense. You know, so, yeah. But I think I think prayer is, I think it works. Have you ever, like, prayed about something and it happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I do it. I pray for mm-hmm. my friends constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there are people that I don't even know very well or don't know at all. And I'm just like, yeah. I believe in the power of visualization and positive thinking. And sometimes it's just a way mm-hmm. of articulating that, you know, mm-hmm. you take a moment out, you say, Hey God, mm-hmm. my friend is ill. Yeah. I would so much appreciate it. Or, or, yeah. Hey God, coronavirus is ravaging this country right now. I'd appreciate it if you could mm-hmm. look into this. You know, <laughs> Look into bit. this. Can you check it out? Can, can you, you check just? It out? Can you may you not be aware. A, take a peek. Yeah, <laughs> take a peek. If I, I recommend that you start with uh, CNN.com. You can just read up on the timeline of this thing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hilarious! Oh <laughs> and, man! And then maybe you could, you know, maybe you could do some. Just about hit it, it. I don't issue know. by issue. I don't know if you want hit to do, hit them all at once. <laughs> Ventilators is one thing. <laughs> Antibody testing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. All, that. all right. So uh, this has been fun. I randomly threw out a bunch of topics for mm-hmm. Hallie here. I think if you guys liked it, I may have to just start taking the Kevin Nealon approach. And, uh, you know, I don't really want to promote somebody else's podcast, but you guys could, should really listen to go back to that Conan O'Brien episode <laughs> at least. Uh, so we'll try to do this more often. Hallie, you're fantastic. What is your Thank social you. media where people can find you? My Instagram is at Hallie underscore Hayes, so H-A-L-L-E underscore H-E-Y-E-S. And my Twitter is at HallieHayes1. And then I have OnlyFans.com slash HallieHayes. What's on your OnlyFans? People need to check this out. How much is it? Um, it is currently $20. I put it for free, though, pretty often. Like, I'll do it, like, once uh Maybe like once a month where I'll just make it completely free so people can check it out, see if they want to subscribe. But um, I have like boy-girl content, girl-girl solo, um, tons of photos, videos, clips, pictures. I do stuff in my car, you know, like I I have like over, what, like 350 pictures and videos. So there's there's a lot to keep you occupied. I'm going to sign up. I mean, when it's free. (laughs) When it's 20 bucks. (laughs) 
bring it soon because I like it. Will you commit to making it free for 24 hours when this podcast comes out, which will be later on this week? Yeah. Okay. So I there will. You go. Yeah. Let me know. If you're listening to this podcast all the way to the end here, yeah. here's a benefit for you. <laughs> her, her, uh, it's going to be free. As soon as Completely this free. Free. Yeah. Go, go check it out. That's onlyfans.com slash Hallie Hayes. Mm-hmm. We're going to get her on Sex Panther. Go check out her Instagram. Go check out her Twitter. Hey, if you tune into this podcast just because you're a fan of Hallie and you're not normally a listener of the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can catch us, you know, on uh, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can get podcasts. You should get the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a five-star review and um, because then that will help us get more sponsors and be able to continue to get great guests like Hallie, and and more pro wrestlers like we've been getting as well. So there you go, everybody. Hallie Hayes, thank you so much for coming on, Hallie Hayes. Thank you. Thank you.